We're on episode 10 of series 3 of Her Dark Impressions. How are your impressions at the moment, Emma? Can you do an Australian accent? I can do an Australian accent for you. So we've got a lovely bumper edition of the podcast today. We're going to do four chapters. So we're going to do chapter 28, Midnight. Chapter 29, The Battle on the Plain. Chapter 30, The Clouded Mountain. And chapter 31, Authorities End. So, what did you... I'm dropping it. We've yeah. basically done four chapters. There were four biggins, I think. I'm guessing other stuff happens later on that's big, but, like, there, it yeah, pretty it's, big. It's, there are some some shit went down. Yeah. The Clouded Mountain and Authorities End. I lost my mind. Well, should we get there, though? Let's, let's start. Yeah. So where were we last time? Um, Lord Azrael rescued Mrs. Coulter at... Do you remember that, what that place was called? Sejour <laughs> That'll do. Um, and where were Will and Lyra? They they just managed to get to the end of the tunnel where No Name the Harpy yeah. had taken them and the abyss had appeared. Yeah, So that, and they had crawled across... Saint-Jean-Lazeau, by the way. Saint-Jean-Lazeau. Saint-Jean. Saint-Jean. Lazeau. Lazeau. Saint-Jean-Lazeau. Chanson les Chanson les So have you seen that episode of Friends where Phoebe tries to teach Joey French? <laughs> no. And she's like, Je, je, ma, ma, pal, je m'appelle. Je peux tout peut-être. That's sometimes why Joey used to piss me off. Yeah. I mean, so I like, it's I'm, not sorry, I'm sorry making Friends references. This is a turn into a bit of a basic bitch podcast right now. So... We begin with chapter 28, Midnight, and we begin with Lord Azrael and Mrs. Coulter. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, this is a bit of a weird one. Mm. A thing happens in it later on that I'm, I have questions about. Um, well, initially they arrive back at the fortress, Lord Azrael's fortress in the intention craft, and they summon Mr. Basilides, who is their alethiometrist. Oh, yeah. So we've met three alethiometrists. Mm-hmm. We've got um, the magisterium one, which mm-hmm. is called um, Frapava. Yeah, I think so. I feel like Something that's Something a bit wrong. like... No, I think it is right. Hmm. Mr. Basilides and Lyra. She's not the only one that can read, but she is the only one that can read without the books. Mr. Basilides meaning. and Frapava seem very similar. I think Frapava isn't Fra... That's Father MacPhail. Father MacPhail. I think it is for our father. Well, I remember, the, I remember the one from Magisterium just not really having much of a personality and just being like, this, these are the things. And then this guy seems very similar, like... Yeah, they're very deep, deep uh, and literal interpreters of the alethiometer, whereas mm-hmm. Lyra seems to use some other way of doing it. It's like people who work in IT. They're just really deep into the coding. Hmm. And but you're the one actually using it, yeah. and they're like, oh, look at that. I don't know if it comparisons stretches no, that far. Well. Probably not a very good one. Yeah. Um, but Mr. Basilides confirms that Lyra's alive, but she's in the world of the dead. Mm-hmm. And then he says about Lyra's mission, about yeah. how she wants to reunite with her demon. Is it? No, no. no he, he, he about um, releasing the the dead into the world. That's right. And then Lord Azriel actually comes out and support his daughter here. Yeah. And he's like, he's like yeah. I'm actually pretty impressed. That's a good mission. I'm... Weird, right? Yeah. First time he's kind of ever 
acknowledged her as a protagonist. Yeah, and I feel like it's because the whole the whole book he was like he he has to let her do it herself. Yeah. And now he's finally like yes. Mm. So maybe like the sh- prophecy says. Maybe he was just pretending to be a dick earlier, just so that because he knew that she was gonna do her stuff. Mm. But I don't know. He's an interesting one. We'll talk about it a bit later. So then Mrs. Coulter goes to bed for to rest because she's been through a lot. To be mm. fair, even for a hard ass like her. So then Lord Azrael's talking to King and Gunway on the battlements mm. and they can see there's a large cloud coming and they use the telescopes to have a look at this cloud and it's mm. it's a frothing cloud. Mm. Lots of dark light bits and then some of the cloud parts and they can see it's not really a castle, it's a fortress. Mm. He's turned the chariot into, into a fortress. And... Then Lord Azrael brings up Metatron's plan. Do you remember what that yeah, was? Yeah, Metatron's plan is to lure Lyra and Will's demons to him. And then it means that they'll have to go towards Metatron. And then once he's got them, then they've won. Mm. So It's like the queen in chess. Mm. Yeah. We need to stop doing analogies. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, it's like in Woodcraft <laughs> when you find the exact fit of the wood. Um, <laughs> and then Lord Azriel is like, "Well, we need to, we need to stop them from doing that." I was actually referring to Metatron's plan for the worlds, for the universe. Oh, were you? But mm. well, that was one of his plans, right? Yeah. A permanent inquisition in every world. Oh, They yeah. want to intervene in human life far oh, yeah. more directly than before. Because the authority was always a bit chill about it. He was like, you know what, better sit back and uh, let this sort of happen. I mean, Arthur Wilm will know why later on, don't we? Yes, that's true. Um, but, yeah, Metatron is, he's like, oh, you thought the church was bad. We're going we're gonna to come into your world and... Look at me. I'm going to be even worse. Imagine if God just came down and... I mean, in some ways that might be a good thing, because then all the religions can stop fighting each other. Just be like, well, there is. I don't think they believe it was real, though, so it probably just caused more fuss. I feel like we'd probably be convinced if literal God arrived and was like, hey guys, just... Because you're all my children, I'm just going to show that I exist. You're all a little bit right. Do you remember what Lord Azrael says about um, why Metatron and the angels of of the authority hate humans? No. He pinches King of Gunway's arm and goes, flesh, they're jealous of our flesh, of our strength. Oh, yeah, because they... I'm convinced of it. That's why they hate us. Oh, because they used to be humans. Some of them. Metatron was. Yeah, and they've come so far removed from it, but they miss it. Hmm. Yeah. I think they I've got I've got something to say. Mm. So you know that angels used to be humans. Some of them, yes. And now they're angels. Like Baruch Baruch was a human, but mm. Balthamos was an angel and but, was never a human. But because they've become angels and they're like up in the air doing stuff. Mm. Um and they're eternal. Mm. It means they never get a chance to be part of the universe. Mm. Which is... A bit like the ghosts. 
which yeah so that's why they've made the ghosts trapped because if they don't if they don't get to do it then no one else should i've never thought of that and i completely agree yeah it's a great theory yeah a kind of jealous hatred makes them go you know what if i can't have this and neither can you yeah even yeah it's odd it's interesting because i guess a lot of the book says that experience and and feeling the world and using all of your senses to experience it creates dust mm. of which angels are formed mm. but they can't create their own dust mm. i'm still a bit confused by dust well there's there's more to come on okay it, good know. yeah it's even at this later stage, you don't really know what it is. Yeah, a lot's happened. Okay, a lot happens, and yeah. it's okay. Well, well, we'll we'll get through it. Um, and then the army, Lord Azrael's army from all of the worlds arrives, including the bears and the witches. No, no Egyptians still. I'm afraid. I know. I, 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 because we're watching the TV show at the moment, and every time the Egyptians are on there, yeah, miss those guys. Miss those <laughs> really guys. miss those guys. So Azrael summons a war council and tells the commanders that Mr. Basilides has told them that Lyra is the key. And that's when they talk about Metatron's plan to um, capture the demons. So they say they have to fight the battle, yes, Mm. but actually their main objective is to reunite Lyra and Will with their demons. Mm. Everything depends on that. Yeah. Then Azrael has a plan for the angels, doesn't he? He goes and he tells them... I need you to go and find the abyss yes. that the bomb was made from, mm. that the bomb has made. And he says, we need to finish Metatron mm. and my part and this is almost over. But who's next door? Do you remember? Mrs. Coulter? Mrs. Coulter. She's having a... She, she has a bit weird. of a crisis. Yeah. yeah, she suddenly's like... I don't want nothing. She suddenly gets really scared of death. Mm-hmm. Um, suddenly hits her. Then... Well, she thinks it's the end of the world, isn't she? Yeah, and then she's like, oh, I don't want to turn into nothing and just dust. Mm. She gets scared of like Lyra's new concept of death that she's created. And I think that's her fatal flaw. Yeah, and I think that is... That's, that's, that when she says that, I'm like, oh yeah, she's scared of death. It kind of explains everything. If... If you're scared of death, you'd follow the church and and I think this is Pullman's way of saying, you know, part of religion is about explaining that fear. Mm. But yeah, bas- basically she's like, we should have stayed together and brought mm. up Lyra as proper parents. Mm. Yeah, because um, I suppose she's also reflecting married. on her life yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, um, And then... Lord Asriel, and then she says, oh, you told me that you were going to destroy dust, yeah. but actually you were going to free it. Mm. Um, and he's like, yeah, I only said that so you come with me. It didn't work. Yeah, it, I don't, it, that seems like a bit of a cop-out from the first book of to explain why he said that. No, he knew what motivated her. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. They clearly have a link that's... More than surface level. And then, yeah, and then I thought they were going to, you know, start... But they don't. Because someone comes in. <laughs> well, no, before then, she said she used to get a pistol. Did she? 
Yeah, I thought that's what it was. She, like, goes into her bag to get a pistol. That's what it says. Does it? Yeah. Hold on. Let's just pause this. So, what we found out is there's a picture of a pistol at the beginning of this chapter. Because, you know, each chapter has a little picture. I'm going to be talking about another little picture later on. Um, moving like someone in a dream, she got to her feet, picked up the rucksack which lay in the corner of the room and reached inside it for her pistol. And what she would have done next, no one knew. Because um, at that moment, there came the sound of footsteps running up the stairs. So she went for the pistol and then they were interrupted? Yes. Mm. And Matthew doesn't know what that pistol means or is. Some theories. Number one. She's so scared that she was going to kill Lord Azrael and become the church's hero by defeating Lord Azrael. Mm-hmm. Because she keeps chopping and changing sides all the way through this trilogy of books. Yeah. And at that moment, it could have been she was flopping back again. Yeah. Um, or number two, she was going to kill herself. I don't think she was going to kill herself because she's scared of death. So it was probably the former. I might look this up afterwards, see yeah. what people think. See what the internet says. Yeah. The messenger comes in and says that the demons have been spotted at the gate. Mm. Lara and Will's demons. So Azrael leaves and Mrs. Coulter has a little moment with the golden monkey where they seem to struggle for a little bit before deciding to also leave mm. down one of the dark staircases. Didn't he shoot her ex-husband with a pistol? Yes. Chapter 29. The Battle on the Plain. Mm. This is kind of the Pelennor Fields chapter. This is like, this is um action chapter, which you know I feel about action chapters. It's all right, I'll take this one. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually starts with Will and Lyra having to go back into the world of the dead from the land of the Mulefa, I think. Is that yes. where, the, where they released the... Dead world of the people from... The oh, yeah, that world, yeah. yeah. So they release world... Oh, uh, yeah. So they spend the night in there and then go back into the world of the dead. And they're like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, they're like, this sucks. Um, can't wait to leave again. Mm. And Lee is saying, you know, his goodbye to And he says something really sweet. I like this. I, I actually wrote it down because it's a nice quote. He says, life is good and death is over. He's like, when it's all over, just rest and enjoy and take in the world and mm. experience it because and you've saved it. Mm. And leave. Death, this death is over. Because mm. you remember the prophecy was that she would destroy death. And she has. She's destroyed Metatron's death camps. Death camps. Like what his version of death was. His, um, it's it's a bit like the idea of ghosts in in horror as well. It's like people with unfinished business and they're trapped between our world and the next, and mm. it's a torture for them. It's not a good thing. It's mm. it's unnatural. Yeah, and she's she's put a stop to it. And the Galavespians look at each other and they know they're dying, and their ho- their hearts are cold, and they're voices are weak and their limbs are going but they agree not to tell the children and to fight to the end yeah at this point i was like oh yeah they have like a five day lifespan or whatever what is it it's more than five <laughs> it's days it's like it's shorter yeah when they get to the end of the tunnel 
Lyra has a little moment with the harpy. Mm, that's nice. I like that bit. She's like, you've, you're, you've got no name, but I'm going to give you a name. Because she got given a name by Yorick, mm. didn't she? Lyra Silverton. And then when she said that, I was like, oh yeah, Yorick. We've not seen him for a while, have we? Come on, mate. Bring bring back the old, bring back the, the, the best of at the end, I hope mm. it does. Anyway, um, little party at the end with all the big names in the first book. And she calls her... I don't know, I've forgotten. Gracious Wings. It's not great. Oh, come on. <laughs> it isn't very good. It's not when, good. <laughs> when I first read that, I was like, oh, come on. Call her something funny like Sandra. <laughs> Barry. Oh, I christened you Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Um, no, but I mean, it's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they part as friends, despite her ripping her scalp off when they first met. Yeah, and... Yeah, I feel like it's sort of a nice name that someone who's just nearly a teenager has come up with. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. It's like, you know, your MSN name was crap, wasn't it, when you were younger? I didn't ever have MSN. Did you what was your MSN name? Pink Purple Star. Oh, my God. Which is the level of gracious. That is it's actually terrible. It's actually worse. That's so much worse. I'm actually... <laughs> So disappointed in you. It's pink, a... purple, star. It's not even. It's just indefensible. Pink, <laughs> purple, star. What does that even mean? Is it a pinky purple? Well, I'll explain. Or is it a pink purple star? No, I'll, ex I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain. The process. Okay. It's, I was uh, I was making an account on CBBC. Yeah. Uh, when I was oh, I'd, e I've done that. When I was even younger than MSN age, mm. I was really I was like eleven. Yeah, like. yeah. BBC I, games. I typed in Pink Star. This username's used. Purple Star. <laughs> this username's used. Pink Purple Star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, and then, that's fair. And then later on, I was like. I need to come up with MSN username. I just literally can't think of anything. Pink purple star. That did me well in my last, in my last place. I'll just use it again. Nobody mentioned it. No. But I think in the end Until I changed now. it to something else. I think mm. I changed it to like Ejev, which is not that good, but it's my initials. Emma Jane Eleanor Vallis. Oh. <laughs> so I was like Ejev. I knew that. Don't worry. I was like... Eh? Because I knew the Jane, because it's in your Instagram name. You know my PlayStation Network account name? Snakehead101. Yeah. Very similar process. <laughs> I was setting up my PlayStation Network account, and uh, I was like, oh no, I need to come up with a name. And I literally looked around my room and saw an Alex Ryder book that I was reading called mm -hmm. Snakehead. I was like, that would do. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's taken. Like, oh, bollocks. Um, 101. <laughs> oh, nice. That's fine. So, um, anyway, Gracious um, Wings can is... I, can I just say what James Freese, um, yes. uh place No, Xbox yeah. game was. Obin 600, I think. Obin. Or Odin. Obin. Odin. Odin. Odin 600, oh. yeah. Gracious Wings. So, Will is, Will's ready to make the cut through and Gracious Wings says, you know, mm. this is the place. And he... Um, he starts thinking of his father and how this is probably the last time they'll meet. And then Lara says, wait, Will, 
And then he lets go of the knife and it hangs in midair. Yeah, I didn't really... Because he almost, he cut, he's cut through, but he almost broke the knife again. He was uh... like, oh, I nearly... And she was like, yeah, I know. Oh, just because... think of me, just think of me. And he, and he makes the cut. He, they, he, they should have let him have a little talk with his dad before he went. There wasn't enough of it, in my opinion. That's fair. Well, they had, they had shit to do, you know? Well, Lyra got to talk to Lee, and she's not even bloody related to him, is she? I don't know, he's a very intense father figure for her. I mean, yeah, father figure. Him and Yurik. Oh, yeah. her dad's really. But then Will's Remember when he dad. when he talks to the witch and that that girl's had a terrible time with her parents and I, I like to think that I'm here for her, you know. I mean, I accept, I was like, oh. I accept all of this, mm-hmm. but because Lyra's, you know, the big one, the big prophecy, she gets to do all the talking to her father figures. That is exactly the point. Whereas Will, poor little Will, yeah. oh, I turned up in the middle book. Oh, I've got a dad. I don't really know him. Oh, he's here. Oh, he's dead. He's a ghost. Oh, because of um, the narrative structure, I get to, <laughs> don't get to speak to him very much. Well, you might have had a nice chat to him. It just wasn't in the book. Anyway. Hopefully in the TV show, they'll have more bonding moments because, as we know in the TV show, John Parry is played by an absolute fitty. Stop. <laughs> So they cut through and all they hear is the sounds of the battle and it's the kingdom versus the republic and soldiers from all the worlds. Pretty intense fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they see that the, the kingdom has more men but they start to retreat and they're not really sure why. And then they look up at the clouded mountain and a dark mist is descending. And Will and Lyra can't really see it but the ghosts are like, oh, that, they're the spectres. Mm-hmm. They can see because they're adults. Even though in this chapter... Will and Lyra start to see kind of the outlines, the oily outlines yeah, of the they, image. They start seeing the spectres, and then they 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 know immediately. Okay, we're, we're getting yeah. older now. This is why we can see them. So they're probably as soon as you can as soon as you start seeing spectres, I suppose even if it is just a faint outline, yeah, start, then they're a danger yeah. to you. And it tells the story of the spectre attack through the. The eyes of one Afri- one of the African soldiers, mm. who try like is very brave and takes mm. his gun, tries to shoot the spectre, and obviously nothing happens. Actually, hits one of his friends, mm. and then the ghosts all rush out, and then this this African soldier's like, "What? Mm. <laughs> what is happening in front of me? Like a ghost and a spectre, mm. and they're fighting." And Will says, "It's like they're fighting and, and ripping apart things that he can't see." Mm. A spectral fight. And then they feel nauseous, know, and then they know that their demons are close and that the spectres are near. Mm, and That's kind of scary, because it's like having... It's a bit like having bollocks. They're, they're sort of there and not very well protected. And you know, they're your, they're your weak point. Mm. But they're all the way over there. Even though your bollocks are attached. It's like having bollocks that aren't attached to you. It's terrible. <laughs> I was just going to let you run with this. <laughs> um, I, I do, I think, I'm trying to think of something else that, well, you've got, I suppose it's, it's Voldemort and his soul all the way hmm. away from him. That's the only other J. thing. J.K. Rowling. Copy. No, I don't think it's a copy. I think it's, 
generally like the idea of souls and separation is just a trend in literature. Um, what I was going to say was, I only just thought of this now. Other spectres are dangerous to Will and Lyra's physical forms there. They're only a danger mm. to the demons. Yeah. But the demons, they don't know where they are. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty scary. Because they, when they see the spectres attack in the second book, mm. Lyra is like, they attack the demons. Because mm. the way that the people are in Chittagatse mm. after the spectral attack is similar to the, um, the guillotine, the effect of the guillotine. I think there was more than that, though. Yeah, because they get eaten rather than separated. Yeah, because like in, in the, the, the severed people in yeah. um, Lyra's world are like docile, but they still, they're not like... Well, Tony Macarios can... died without his. Yeah, so I suppose that that's when, it, that's when it's been taken away from you yeah. aggressively. But if it's like... Yeah, because it wasn't even with him anymore. Yeah. Ratter had gone. Yeah. Oh, that's such a creepy chapter. Chapter 30. Mm. The Clouded Mountain. I, I mean, this this is a big, whoo. Mrs. Coulter, stolen the intention craft again. Yeah, she loves it. She, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and she just flies it into the clouded mountain. No chill, no mm. stress. Can I just say this? My friend from work has a tattoo. And it's of the little picture um, in this chapter. And I thought the symbol huh. meant something in particular. But I asked her about it today and she's like, no, I just thought it was cool when it was in the book. And then I don't know what the symbol is. And I looked it up online and no one really seems to know what the symbol is. I mean, the only thing I saw was some Reddit forum where they said that it looks like a harp on top of a cross. Mm. We'll look at that later. Do you know what that symbol is? No. <laughs> Intriguing. So yeah, I was excited by this chapter. So oh, it's going to be a big revelation because that's the ta that's the tattoo that my friend has. What did you think of the description of the inside of the cloud and mountain? Because she talks about how she saw something that was destroyed as heresy, where a theologian from Lyra's world had created an image of what more dimensions might look mm. like, where the sides are folded in on each other. Yeah. I sort of imagine a bit like um, you know those things that you shake a kaleidoscope, yeah. Yeah. Where everything folds in on each other. I've got to be honest. When I was reading this and the battle chapter, I thought this is going to look really cool on the TV show. Oh yeah. God, I hope they do it justice. Yeah. And then a a troop of angels carrying a crystal litter come through and she has to hide from them and she sees that there's an ancient being in there. And I thought, oh, that's probably the authority. Probably the authority. Yeah. yeah. I sounds... think it probably was. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he sounds like the ancient of days. But she makes her way to Metatron's chamber and then gets stopped by the guards and she's like, let me see Metatron mm. now. And they're, they're all like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> that she can go up she to just Kingdom blags of Heaven it. and blag her way through. She just, she's a great blagger. And she goes in and she's like, oh my goodness, look at this beaming man of light. Yeah, Metatron is a big, bright boy. A big, bright boy. <laughs> it's kind of how you imagine God. Yeah. Mm. But Metatron's not God. No, he's the Lord Regent. Yeah, author the authority's God. Yeah. But yeah. What? 
Well, do you think Metatron's god then? No. No, he's the regent. Uh, then if, we, if the authority's not god, then who's god? God was the creator. But I thought the authority was the creator. He calls himself the creator. No, he was the first angel. Remember what Zephania said? Oh. He called himself God, the creator, the first one, but it was all a lie. That's what the war, the first war in oh, heaven was about. Oh, so there was a God on top of it. They don't ever go into that. Oh, so that leaves it open to Paul being like, I'm not insulting you, Christian, mm. even though a lot of this is based on the <laughs> yeah. Bible. Um, and, and the terrible things the Catholic Church has done. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so classic PP. <laughs> so yeah, so Metatron is bright, and then she's like, "Can, can you tone it down a bit, please?" Yeah, I can't actually see. <laughs> yeah, so he tones it down a bit, and then um, he says, "Where is the girl? Yeah. Where is her demon?" So Mrs. Quarter claims that she has Lyra's demon, mm-hmm. so that they they've won, and she she has to lie with her entire body. Because Metatron's gaze falls upon her. And she has to sort of hide the love for Lyra and, and the good in her under the layers of deceit. And Though when I read this, I didn't know that she was lying. Yes, true. Because when you've, when I read this chapter, I was like, she'd done another 360. Yeah. She's there like, oh, bored of Azrael. Because especially the pistol bit. That's yeah, what made yeah. me think it. I was like, oh, she's stolen the intention craft again. She's rocked up to the Clouded Mountain, and now she's making a deal with Metatron. And I thought, oh, this will be why, because she's scared of death. Mm. She, I thought that she wanted, she was making a deal with him to stay eternal with him. Yeah, because that, that's what she suggests, isn't it? That she could be his bit on the side. But, yeah, and, and, and because a, bit, a, a lot of her does want to do that... Mm. The only yeah. thing that's stopping her from doing that is her love for Lyra. She's able to fool him. So he believes her and goes on this tirade about all this, all these terrible things she's done and ends with, you're a cesspit of moral filth. Yeah, and she's like... Thank God Yeah. that you didn't see what is deep, hidden deep inside. Yeah. And she, she sort of says that that really hurts mm. her, but... At the same time, she's relieved he said that. Yeah. Because it means she got away with it. But yeah, I, I didn't. When, when you read this chapter, did you think she was lying? Oh, I can't remember. It's a very long it's, time ago. I, th- I wasn't sure. I, I don't know how clear it is made in this that she's lying. Well, it's that bit. Yeah. When she's mm. she has to lie with... The book says she has to lie with her whole body. Mm. And she says, I'll take you to Lord Hasra. Yeah. Then there's a little paragraph where a cliff ghast is feasting on a body of one of the fallen soldiers. Yeah. And just happens to look up at the exact moment that the crystal litter glints in the sun. Yeah, because they say that Metatron's like, oh, he, his idea was to get the, the authority out of the way. With what, a small band of troops. With a small band of troops while the battle's going on outside, which would have been a great idea if a cliff ghast hadn't seen him. Mm. And then... They, they sort of leave it there, don't they? Yeah, and they cut to Azrael. Mm. So Azrael's gone down into the abyss because Zephania and her angels mm. found a hole in the side of the fortress mm. and they widened it and they mm. found their way down to the abyss. 
because I feel like the the abyss made a crack in every world. I think that's what they're getting at. Yeah. And that every, you could all get to the abyss from whatever world, because it's sucking in all mm. the dust from every world. So Lord Asriel built a bridge to the stars, which mucked up the uh, magnetic fields of all the worlds. Mm-hmm. And now there's a big abyss. Mm. So I hope someone's doing some serious sorting out afterwards. Yeah, so Lord Asriel... You dip a biscuit in it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Can we have a biscuit? Yeah, later. Have you got any biscuits? No. Mm-hmm. And he sees the dust flying away but he also sees the ghosts on the far side mm. and he's like lyra's been here yeah don't know how he knew but well, he's not wrong well i think because he knows that she's released all the ghosts right? oh that's true yeah, yeah. of course because of the lithiometer yeah mr baz mr baz well done baz so the the chapter ends with will and lyra and they're hiding from a, a troop of horsemen mm. that are following them when suddenly the authorities' guard falls out of the sky, pursued by cliff gusts. Mm. And that takes us into chapter 31, Authorities' End. Yeah. And the end of this podcast. Well, Auth- once we get to the end of Authorities' End. Authorities' End was intense. Mm. I really wanted to read the next chapter very quickly after this. So mm. I had to really stop myself from reading on. Um, well done. Yeah. So. Mrs. Coulter mm-hmm. is bringing Metatron down into mm. the into the abyss, and says, "Let me go to Azrael first. Yeah, because and then she says, "Oh, because I want, I want him to see me when I betray him." What does that remind you of? Uh. Do you remember the fight between Yoffa Arachnison and Yorick Berenison? When uh... Lyra says to Yoffa Arachnison, let me go over and encourage And he's like, yes, encourage him. Yeah. Yeah? Similar techniques. Yeah. So, Miss Lyra managed to get a big bear to fight a big bear. Yeah. And the the ones who... And, they, and they, these armoured bears cannot... Can't... We'll always spot fibs. Mm. We'll always spot fibs. Um, and Metatron is like the God's region and can and see into people's souls. And see into people's souls, and she manages to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the master. Yeah, I yeah. think. Um, and but they kind of explain that a little bit in that it's not just Mrs. Quarter being amazing. It's because Metatron is really focused on. Wanting to find this girl. And wanting to bone uh, Mrs. Coulter. I don't know if it's bone, because... Yeah. Uh, they describe it as the twin obsessions to to find Lyra and have her mother or something like yeah. What was it? To possess her mother. Yeah. He's a lover of flesh. Mm, true. Like a greasy businessman. Oh. <laughs> or a Vincentry. Stop, Prince Andrew. <laughs> so Mrs. Coulter goes up to Lord Azrael and asks if Lyra is safe, and he says that she will be if they can destroy Metatron, mm. and that that's the point where you're like, yeah, she's definitely, yeah, on the good side. She's on the good side here, um, and I don't know when they came up with this plan. 
I don't think they did. Okay. I think they might have done it in the bedroom. But like... Mm, potentially. Yeah. They seem to just work... They know what each other's going to do mm. throughout the, the amber spyglass. Yeah. Like when she stole the intention craft, he knew she was going to go. Mm. And he was like, go on, Lord Rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they they there with Metatron. And, I mean, the long and short of it is they have a big wrestle. Yeah. There are uh, some horrible bits in yeah, it. Like there's some tense when bits. Metatron cracks Lord Azeroth's skull and he's like, oh, another one of them and I'm dead. Yeah. And he tries to grab the wings and the and the, the demons are fighting him as well. And, yeah. oh. and But anyway, the long and the short of it is Azrael gets him right to the edge and holds onto his legs as they go over. But Metatron's mm. flying away. Yeah. And it looks like Lord Azrael's going to lose his strength. Yeah. And he cries out, Marisa. And she's like, okay, I've got to do this. She then, leaps on him, and they all fall into the abyss. Yeah. So Mrs. Coulter and Lord Azriel are dead now. They're not just dead, they are gone. The abyss is nothing. And they're just going to be falling forever and ever and ever and ever. That, that's what, No, I think they... That's what Lyra's... That's true. That's what Lyra saw the abyss but as. They, but they would die, but then their ghosts... Their, their ghosts would just mm. fall forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Of a grim end for them, isn't it? Let's but they hope... did it to save Lyra. Well, let's hope that Lyra, because yeah. Lyra didn't ask the alethiometer that, did she? No. So no. let's hope that they don't fall forever and ever and ever. Hopefully they'll just die and then then they're gone. I can't believe those characters are gone. Yeah. Like, do they? Just like that. Do they reflect on them later on in the book? Those characters. I'm not supposed to tell you these things. But they're just like such. They're such big characters. But I feel like they wouldn't. They didn't like. Like Lord Asriel and Mrs. Coulter, like less more so with Lord Asriel as well. They never really tied up their feelings with Lyra, although they died for her. She wasn't there to see it, and Mm. they never actually got to talk to her Mm. and say anything to her. But they were never really her parents in practice. Because mm. they... I think Mrs Coulter did it because she loves Lyra and Lord Azrael did it because he believes in her. And also because... Not, it's not really It's part of his big plan as well. Yeah. Because he wanted to destroy death. Mm. He wanted... And, Actually, he, and at the end yeah, he, he realises... he said he wanted to destroy yeah. death and then he ended up le- letting... Death will die. Lyra destroy death. Because mm. he realises it's her destiny, not his. Mm. He's he's part of it. Yeah. He leads a revolution against the Kingdom of Heaven. I mean, did a pretty decent job. Yeah. Time bends around him. Remember all that? Mm. But anyway, so they're gone. Hopefully we'll get some reflections on those characters because they're big ones, you know. Mm. So then you've got um, Will and Lyra. Mm-hmm. And the ghasts have arrived. Yeah. So Will, Will and Lyra and the Galavespians attack the ghasts to try and get them away from this crystal litter that they mm. found. And Tialis dies in the fight mm. as well. And they look into the litter and they see the authority scared and cowering away. They don't say it's the authority. No. But we but know. We know, it's, we know it's, it is yeah. there. 
because in the last chapter they said the authority was being hidden away. And also it's called authority's end of chapter. Yeah, I like that they never really know. Yeah. The, the children, they're like... So they, they they're just They're actually very kind to him. Yeah, so authority's just in this jar, right? It's in a crystal litter, yeah. Yeah, and then they're, they're like... Sort of like oh. a crystal coffin, I guess, but he's yeah. not dead. And they're like, oh, that poor thing's trapped in a crystal litter. Mm. Should we let him out? And they let him out and then he just dissolves. Yeah. Well, it's a bit more subtle than that because at, at first he's scared of them and then mm. and then they're very gentle and he he sort of smiles and bows and the book says the last thing to go is the innocent look in his eyes. Yeah. And then that makes you think, was the authority ever bad or was it just Metatron mm. who was making the world the way it was? Or was the authority did the authority in start off being bad mm. and then just get older and older and older and older um, until like we just didn't have any energy anymore to mm. be evil and sort of gave all its powers over to the region mm. and then just was like, oh god, can you let me go now? I've been alive for so long. Yeah, I agree. And, and then just finally was released mm. because I suppose it's saying that all of us want to just, in the end, rest rest, and turn into mm. the rest of the universe, no matter what level you are, mm. whether you're the chief angel that pretended to create everything or just some... Like a circle of life. Yeah. yeah. And that's Will fulfilling his destiny as Essa Heather. Oh, yeah. Because he cut open the crystal. I didn't notice that, but that's so true. Mm. Or the knife. Yeah. But I guess both of them together. Yeah. So, basically, lots of things have been wrapped up in this. Mm. Lyra's killed Death. Mrs. Coulter and Lord Azriel have killed Metatron. Mm-hmm. And... Authority's end. Um, Will has killed the authority. Without knowing it. And then what's going to go on next? Um, so much. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So then the Galavespians arrive. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Galavespian commander's name? No. Lady Oxenteal. They just have very long names. <laughs> and fine. they're all very we've similar. Met, we've met a lot of characters by now. And, yeah. But she's basically like, come on, we'll, we'll escort you. Mm. Because the cavalry then attack. The cavalry that they were running away from. And even, but yes, everyone's still attacking, even though all the commanders are gone. Yeah. Well, there, there are sub-commanders. That's what happens, yeah. None of them would have known about yeah. any of them. It just seems... Like, they would have, like, stood up and gone, oh, wow, Metron's gone and the authority's gone. But who comes to the rescue? The ghosts. No. The bears. The bears. Sorry, there are a lot of people come to, coming to the rescue, so I got confused. Yorick Berenison attacks the horses. Yeah. But then he gets into a net and Will has to cut him out. Yeah. And he's like, cheers, Will. Boom! Yeah. Smack down. And then he's like, come and ride on me. Mm. And they're like, awesome. And they get on and they're like, oh, this isn't good. (laughs) Riding on... Yeah. (laughs) Riding on um, the bear's not good, but you know. And he he heads for a coppice of trees. And they look down and they see that the trees are surrounded by spectres. And then they know, oh, no. That's where our demons are. That's where our demons are. But Lee is helping the ghosts to defend them. Mm. So he's protecting the tree line. 
and York just charges straight through. He's like, okay, I'm getting these kids in there. And they find their demons and they grab one of the demons each. Mm. This is super cute. They realise that... Because they, they, they cut open into another world at this point to escape the spectres with their demons and they realise they've got each other's demons. Mm. But it doesn't matter. And it's because they're in love. Do, 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 do. Do you think that's what that means? Yeah, they're in mm. love. And Lee says a final goodbye. Yeah, Lee gets a final goodbye, does he? But then, John doesn't, does yes, he? Yes, he bloody does, Emma. Okay. <laughs> There's just a lot more screen time going to Lee. Will says to his father, you told me that I'm a warrior and that's my nature, but that's not true. Yeah. I fought because I had to and I'm free. And his, his dad says, I'm proud of you. Well done, son. Do you remember at the beginning of the second book? Yeah. Will says all he wanted was to hear his dad say, He's rest done. now, son. You've done well. Yeah. I'm getting a bit emotional. Dads. Dads. Oh. Oh, oh Matthew's getting emotional about dads. I just really like that bit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Poor Will. He's had, yeah. a, he's had a rough old time. Yeah, no, he does He does get his moment with his dad. Yeah. Shame there was a little bit more, but... Shut know. up, Emma. <laughs> you know what's going to be lovely? Hearing beautiful, gorgeous Andrew Scott saying that in his lovely accent. Yeah. And then at the end of that chapter, the, as Will and Lyra go through, the window, the ghosts release themselves and delight in joining the stars. And, and the atoms of their demons. And Lee Scoresby gets to meet Hester again. So it was lovely. Mm. That end little sentence. Big ass chapter though. Lots of stuff happened. Mm. Don't know what's going to happen now. Should we, I'm trying to work out what needs to be tied up. Should I, should I go through it now? So the big old abyss... That should probably be closed up. We don't want a big abyss hanging around in every single universe. Sucking out all the dust. It's like a big old vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> the bridge the bridge to the stars should get um taken away. Mm. Um because... Are you you believe in um isolationism, do you? Well, I believe that Emma hates migration. I don't hate migration. <laughs> I just don't want people to go into other worlds and then get ill. And also Yes. So there's a reason why the, well the bridge can't be there because of what John Parry said, mm. which is e people can't live in other worlds permanently. But they can cross over. Yeah, yeah, they can cross over, but the problem with the bridge is it buggered up all of the buggered up um, like um, Lyra's world. They have windows instead. But yeah, anyway. Like, oh, yeah, you can, yeah, you can have windows instead of a big bridge, which makes it so that the bears can't live in the Arctic anymore. Mm. So then that needs to be sorted out. Yeah. Um, uh, Somebody close that bridge. What else? Um, oh, we, we need to work out what the hell's going on with a Malefa. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing that needs to be sorted That's a big thing. Yeah. Um, we love the Malefa. I want some closure with Lyra and her um, parents that are now dead. Um... I want to meet the Egyptians again, just to see mm. how they're bearing up. Mm. 
There's one more very important thing you've forgotten. Oh, Father Gomez. Mm. The man who shot the big... The ultimate insurance, as Father McFailed said. Mm. You are our ultimate guarantee. But what are they going to do now? She, she, Lyra's done everything that... Yeah, but she's not met the serpent yet. No. So, what else is she going to do? She's <laughs> killed death. Yeah. She's... Will's killed the authority. The best is yet to come. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you this book's big. Yeah, it's big. This was some, <laughs> some big themes. Mm, some big old themes. Do you want to read some more? Yeah, so we've got seven chapters left. Yeah, we'll do that in two. two. Yeah, so should I read four now and then three? Or three and then four? Let me have a look at them. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to you. Through an ultimate episode. Through... I don't know if that's the thing. So tomorrow, not tomorrow, well, maybe tomorrow, no, not tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Matthew used to edit these and put these yeah, all God, on. Yeah, so much editing. We've all got, we've got to get our SoundCloud account back and, up and running yeah. as well. Um, yeah, so next episode is the penultimate one, and then it's the last one, and then we'll see what happens after that.